Douglas Brooks, I hope this finds you well. We're usually making our way when we can deflect, abstain, fend off, or flee. Artful dodging is a kind of easement. It's a way to allay the pain and still speak to the issues, albeit by actually saying less. Sometimes what we mean is what we are expressing without saying as much. You know, I've often joked that I want a gravestone that says, I guess it's too late to make a run for it. Talk about deliverance. And somewhere in the wise guy joke, there's a lyrical response. This highway has been jammed with broken heroes at least in 75. And what can you do but love with all that madness in your soul? We're going to need song and art and ways to laugh if we are to take these various serious matters to heart and not have a heart attack. So not to sound too maudlin or histrionic, it's hard these days not to feel like it's the end of the world. I won't inventory it all because I think we bypass and side and steer clear in conversations because it feels more like venting than helping. And it's best not to be querulous or grumbly, though I'm admittedly sometimes taken aback by just how oblivious folks can be. I prefer that knowing look in your eye that says, yeah, I know we're screwed, but we still got to get on with it. And then what? Not so much litany or merely to list. It's important to give voice because I think it's worse for all of us to keep silent when there's so much at stake. We saw a glimmer of justice rolling past us this week, but it had an 80 car motorcade and a phalanx of police motorcycles made it look more like a prelude to the Macy's Day Parade than a perp walk to a felony booking. I was more offended than surprised because in America, it's far easier to be rich and guilty than it is to be poor and innocent. It seems plain that you stand a far better chance of evading justice than being its victim. And all this talk about equal before the law seems more wishful than true. In a world made of power, we need to remember that certain doesn't always mean clear, or even, you know, certain. I'm now of a certain age, which sort of means you know what I mean, but I'm also being far less than straightforward. In fact, I'm dodging the issue. We're not feeling all that certain about much these days, though we've ascertained the world is burning, literally. We're feeling pretty darn helpless to do much about it. Surely I do, and our hearts really do go out to those who suffer so much more. Guilty with privilege doesn't do much either, but I think we know what we can do as individuals will not make the same impact that's required. We're going to need larger, more collective and organized efforts. That too is where we can feel weather beaten. Mother Earth isn't to be trifled with. We humans have been downright wretched. To get the criminals to pay, we're going to have to weigh the relationship between our hypocrisies and the power of discrimination that can only come from a deeper place inside ourselves. Not only as individuals, but each with what I dare say must include structures and systems and norms, all of which are human and flawed, none of which are faring very well these days. But that's what we're going to need to do. So what do we do when our situation is both imperative and desperate? Some prescribe hope, but I won't argue with what I can't fully fathom. Hope is a useful projection because we need more light ahead to see what's possible. But it's also going to take more sorting out, more decisiveness, even crisis confrontation. 
inside ourselves. And whether we're aware of that or not, willing or not, that is what we're already doing in trying to give these critical times an honest explanation. See, certain doesn't always mean certain, but in fact, it is related to the words criminal, critic, crisis, hypocrisy, even secret. So let me professor on you here for a moment, and I promise to try to make something out of all this noise. All of these words, certain, critic, crisis, secret, criminal, all of them come from the Proto-Indo-European root, cry, which means something like to distinguish, to discriminate, to sieve. You see, the Greek krinen gives us to separate, decide, or judge. Krinestai means to explain. The Latin cribum gives us civ and crimen, judgment and crime. And so cernine, to sift, distinguish and separate. In Old Irish, we get creathar. In Welsh, crutier, which means to sieve. In Middle Irish, this is a good one, crick, crick, which means border or boundary. You see, there's nectar in this sieve of words, and in them, I think, we can learn something about ourselves, about our feelings and thoughts, when these times so rife with crisis and our minds appear to be leaking like sieves. So if you're thinking riddled, hmm, riddle, as in the English, Old English, riddle. If you're feeling riddled, both far too certain that we're in a real mess and have a certain mind, and that you don't know how to deal with all this criminal hypocrisy and our seemingly irreparable separations. I think it's clear now that it's all of a piece, just like these words. What seems so confusing and troublesome is all deeply connected, one word to the next, each feeling to the next. Our task is to sieve, to sort this out, because that too is available to us under these same connections, this yoga of language, ideas, and feelings. So here are three things we can do to help us understand ourselves better and create for us more discreet and concerted efforts. First, let's trust in understanding the facts are our allies. They're like words. They don't guarantee victory, much less justice. But they can create, as that Middle Irish word, click, told us, they can create borders and boundaries. We're not helpless to sort these matters out, both to explain and, yes, to judge. That came from the ancient Greek, right? We need meaning, and we have to be committed to making far more from what we have. When what we have are words, we have a real chance a chance to make meaning. To make more, we're gonna winnow the chaff, use a sieve, hold criminals accountable. Next, hold the center, though the center, as Yates reminds us, does not hold, it whirls. Confront our shadows, and though we would prefer to dodge and give expression to our own personal life. Make that kindness and compassion. Make that generosity, decency in your art, in your creativity, in simplest ways. Make cry. That's what that ancient word meant. 
Third and last, remember is the Greek crisis or crisis reminds us a crisis is a turning point. It's the power of discernment and judgment that it's the result of a trial. These are trials sometimes and trials are ahead of us that will test our patience and willingness to abide in a system of justice. But here, the Sanskrit helps us because what is this turning point is a place where we can also gain more resolution, more fortitude. We can literally become less wobbly, more steady. The Sanskrit here is the word nishchita. This is an important word in yoga because it means something like steady and calm and decided, even certain. And it means this because it means without moving, nishchitam. Now, it's not that we're not moving at all, but rather without moving for just a moment, we can stand in our connection. We can stand in the connection of yoga with the heart, even with a troubled mind, with a wavering body. We can choose this because the crisis is a turning point. We can trust in our ability to discern and to care so long as we are unmoved by the natural ways in which our certainties are questioned. You see, we need not be too certain. That would only bring more peril. We need to register the crisis so that it can be put to trial and that a proper trial, a trial of a certain kind, gives a human expression to the shadows of feeling and thought that we don't fully understand or control, but that we can sort out and sift. Because we can do those things, we aren't helpless. We're not mere victims. We are humans who since forever have understood that what is criminal must not stand. What is riddlesome can serve justice. What is garbled or hypocritical can be explained. That all of these words are related tells us that we have the needed language, the ability to address the complexity of these difficult times. Use your own gifts to become a gift to others and continue to do that good no matter what the world does. Give expression to your heart in these times of crisis. Don't give up on your words. They are secrets and riddles to solve. There are still criminals to be held to account. And the boundaries that you create can help keep you safe. And all this, all precisely at the same time. So thanks for your time. It's a privilege to keep you close. If you're interested in further learning, please subscribe to our newsletter at rajanica.com. That's rajanica.com and look under offerings. And there you can find all of our newsletters and so much more to learn together. Let's talk soon. Take care.